cool. All right, and we are recording now. Uh, so why don't you start? Uh, just give us give us your name, official title uh, at SandCloud. Sure. My name is Brandon Lebel. I'm co-founder of uh, SandCloud. Um, co-CEO as well with my two buddies. Um, we started the company together back in 2014. And yeah, we're, uh, we're still heavily involved trying to grow this thing. Awesome, man. Uh, definitely something I've learned. Uh, we pick up all these crazy experiences as we go through life and they are what shape what we believe. So if you had to sum up in a sentence, what's something that you believe like so firmly right now after everything that you've experienced in life? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think that, I mean, I believe that you can literally learn anything you want, you know, in a matter of, in a matter of weeks or months, if you dedicate the time to, I also think that there's, you can make it that, that excuses, an excuse to not be able to do something or learn something is just your insecurities talking. And I think that if you truly want to learn something or do something, then your the information is out there and it's free and you can fully do it if you just put the time in. Mm-hmm. Well said. And I think that you've walked that walk too, uh, from the research I've done on you. That was seemed like it was a huge part of building SandCloud was you guys going out and just hustling to gain knowledge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We, um, none of us had experience in business, you know, not, we just were pretty much fresh out of college. We didn't really know anything. And we just, you know, when you want to accomplish something so bad, when it's you make it a ride or die, you know, no plan B situation, you kind of force yourself to have to be resourceful and figure out how to, how to make it happen. And, and we found we, we, we all did that in kind of locked arms and, and, made made no plan b and we said that this is either going to work or we're going to die trying and uh that's to think outside the box and and make it happen no matter what so a lot of uh a lot of your talks and interviews probably talk about what you've done but just on that point like what's your next what's the next thing that you don't know right now that you're going to have to go out after we're done here or that you're doing today and you're trying to hustle to gain knowledge on so we're at the so our company is at the point now where we're trying to raise some money, and we've never raised money before. So this is a brand new kind of you know task. It's a brand. It's a it's a whole new world of of uh, of business that we've never we've never really um, learned about because we've just been growing off profits and and you know small loans. So yeah, that's a big thing and. Uh, we're learning a lot, you know, we're, we're talking to people now we have a good network of, of mentors that are helping us, you know, with our pitch deck and just guide us in the right direction to get the, you know, the best valuation you can. Do you feel like you're there yet? 10% of the way there, 50% of the way there to learning, I don't know how to pitch, how to raise money, or are you still at the start? Well, we're at the point where we're ready to pitch. So now it's about just pitching to, you know, just getting pitches under our belt and pitching to people and learning what they like, how they respond, kind of questions that come up consistently and, and kind of re- refining our pitch. Um, but the only way to do it is just to go out and do it. Like we have our pitch deck ready. We have, you know, our 
business strategy ready. We know what we're going to do with the money. We know what we need to do to accomplish our goals. And now we just have to go and, and, uh, and pitch it. Awesome. If, uh, so for someone who knows about your journey, knows about the SandCloud story, can you take me back to a specific time in building SandCloud so far where you had no idea what you were doing and try to give us like three steps for someone who's like, dude, I'm right there. And I don't know what I'm doing. The three steps you took when you knew I had no idea what I'm doing here. And these are the first three things I did. Yeah. Um, I mean, at the, the first, I'd say the first like two years, we had no idea what we were doing. And we, um, you know, we knew that the only thing that we knew knew was that we wanted a, to start a company and we wanted to, you know, be entrepreneurs and, and accomplish this goal of financial freedom and, and independence. And that was what we knew we wanted to do. And, um, you know, we knew we had no idea about social media. We had no idea how to grow a following. We had no idea, you know, about e the world of e-commerce. We had no idea about, you know, what it takes to, you know, gain a customer and keep them. Um, so there's, there's a lot of things we didn't know, but the, the thing is, is that if you just dive deep, if you just make it your, your everyday, your, you, live, you breathe it when you're sleeping and, and when you're awake and all you're thinking about is your project, you will be able to find, meet people, find resources, and also dive deep into wormholes that will help you develop your idea and put you on the right path of accomplishing not just one of your goals, but pretty much all of them because everything's kind of linked. Like when you, when you, you, you meet someone that is, that is also having the same problem or know someone that can help you build a website. And then that person knows someone that knows marketing. And then that person knows someone that does AdWords on SEO. Like it's all, if you're in that ecosystem, one problem you solve, it can help you solve five of them because mm -hmm. you're just in that ecosystem with people that are also in that ecosystem. So the person that knows how to build a Shopify website also probably knows a good fulfillment company for you. And then that person might know someone that can help invest. It's all just being in that ecosystem and you have to just dive in. For sure. So for someone like you, who's probably just so busy, but you just highlighted the importance of giving and connecting. How do you find that balance? You probably have a packed schedule. You made time for us today here. Where, how do you find that balance? Well, for like for the first four years, it was me, it was us doing everything. Like we, I didn't have time to do this. I wasn't even, I wasn't some, like I wasn't even being asked to, to do stuff like this. So back then we were just, we were the ones packing the orders. We were the ones answering customer service emails. We were the ones posting on social media. You know, you have to do everything first to get a good, to get a good pulse on, on, the, on the task at hand so that you could pass it off to someone and, you know, confidently and, and tell them, Hey, I did this once too, you know, let me tell you how to do it. So now obviously it's, you know, we can make a little more time for things like this, for more networking, for higher level thinking, business development. But at the beginning, it's more like it's things like this are driven by, okay, can I learn from this person? Can they help me, you know, accomplish, solve a problem and maybe I can help them solve a problem we can trade. But, um, but yeah, at the very beginning, you kind of have to do it yourself. You know, there's enough resources out there to do it. You can, there's groups you can join. You can, um, you can go on YouTube. You can search, go to the library, ask a friend. Like you just have to do it yourself. But as you kind of free up your time, because you can kind of streamline it and outsource it to, to either virtual assistants or interns or employees, then you can 
free yourself up for more just networking and business development. Mm. And some of that higher level thinking is going into your, your pitch process. If uh, an impact investor happens to listen to this, is there a quick 30 second, one minute uh, pitch that you want to practice on us? Well, yeah, I guess the, um, the angle we're trying to take is we want to, we pretty much started as a beach towel brand. Like we, our first product was a, a beach towel with a pillow inside. And that's why we're called sand cloud. And, and most people don't even know that we started on the beaches of San Diego. We were three guys wanted to start a company selling beach towels. And that's what we did for the first few years as we evolved and we attached a mission to it, which is to give back to Marine life. We evolved this just towel brand into a sustainable products brand with a company mission to, you know, save them the environment and protect marine life. And in doing so, we gained this, you know, loyal fan base. So now we want to take that foundation of a, of a fanatical fan that loves San Cloud, loves our mission and kind of explode it into a sustainable products company where we can educate people on how to live a more sustainable life through, you know, killer products that we make from recycled material or organic material. I know it's longer than 30 seconds, but no, it's yeah. good. Why, uh, why did, I mean, obviously beach towels, you're on the beach sand and the water's right there. Was Marine life something that was close to you or one of the other founders? So I, I'd be lying to you if I said that we were all extremely passionate about Marine life and we're all these advocates, you know, we're, it's not true. We love the lifestyle of, of the beach. We grew up, we started the company in San Diego. It's what inspired the beach is what inspired the, the formation of the first towel. You know, the, the idea came from laying on the beach with our friends and that was a lifestyle that we, we loved. So we just thought that, you know, in this day and age, you know, to have a successful company, to really be able to gain a loyal fan base, you need to have some kind of mission. You need to have some kind of why attached to your business. So, we chose marine life and, and the environment because it inspired our beginning. And we felt confident that, you know, this is more, this is not just a local issue. It's a international global issue that, you know, we can help, we can, we can spread, we can connect with people in Japan and also in North Carolina. It's, it's, you know, it's a huge thing. Do you think, uh, has your love for marine life grown at all since day one? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like we, we've partnered with nonprofits and those are the advocates, the, the nonprofits. Those are the volunteers that are very, very passionate about it. And they've definitely opened our eyes as owners to the issues at hand and, and seeing them at work and seeing what they do day in and day out definitely makes us more conscious, definitely makes us more passionate. And, you know, to, to, to keep working on to keep working on SoundCloud and working on your business 24 seven, you have to have some you have to have some kind of passion or you're not going to, you're not going to stay with it. You know, you have to believe in, in the mission or you're just not going to want to do it anymore. What's been the, uh, so far the most proud moment for you when you took a second and checked yourself and said, man, this is pretty freaking cool. I think one of, one of the proudest was when we, so we, um, we partner with a, one of the nonprofits that we kind of do work with is called, um, ocean connectors and they're in San Diego. They do work with, um, you know, with the ocean, with, with keeping water clean, with doing tests, lab tests on the water, see what's affecting it and the, the, you know, the purity of it and, and trying to keep it clean. And, and we, 
every year they um, they apply for this grant where it's like you have to get a certain amount of votes to get a grant from the government to you know keep the lights on to keep keep things coming in and um, we utilized our email list and our brand ambassadors to help them win thirty thousand um, dollars I believe it was last year and it wasn't even close it was a landslide awesome. so it kind of it kind of showed that we've successfully built a community of of people that are passionate about our mission and have bought products because of that passion. And then they, we utilize them to help raise money for one of our nonprofits. So it, it kind of came full circle. Yeah, man, right on. Something to be proud of for sure. Congrats yeah. on that. What's, uh, what's waking you up and, and challenging you and frustrating you right now? Honestly, it's, it's how, to, how to scale this thing. It's yeah. how to... Had it go from seven million in sales to twenty, you know, and it's and it's really hard, <laughs> you know. We have to we have to develop all these new sales channels, which is one of my main um, one of my main jobs. It's you know, developing a wholesale um, program, developing a licensing program, Amazon, you know, all these different pillars that we need to kind of grow into million dollar pillars to complement our ecom because. As you know, it's getting harder and harder to acquire customers at a price that you can afford, you know, without raising money. You know, we were lucky we got in early. You know, we, we, were, we wouldn't be able to do what we did now. We'd have to raise a ton of money to grow, to be able to sustain because you can't just grow on profits now because there are no profits in acquiring customers. So now we're kind of, I'm trying to take what we've built, what we've we built as far as a brand and our customers and our followers and you know the emails that we've gathered and leverage that into getting into stores getting into you know cruise lines hotels you know getting our product in the right places where we can you know develop a, another million dollar revenue stream mm. and it's and it's harder than and it's very hard yeah oh my gosh i know nothing about wholesale so i'm trying to i'm trying to learn about it but luckily i have a good network now so i can i can talk to people that can really help coach me for sure What's, uh, what would we be really surprised to know about you? Um, I didn't study, I didn't take a single business class in college. What'd you study? I studied television and film. Right I on. wanted to go into movies. Wow. So I had no, I never took a business class. I graduated, got a job in San Diego, um, kind of just to bridge me over. I just like, I had no money. I just needed a job. I wanted to live by the beach for a little bit, chill. And it was a corporate job. After eight months, I was miserable. I just, I quit that job. And uh, what had, was that job? It was, I was selling, I was selling life insurance over the phone <sighs> in like a boiler room. Um, it was, it was awful. But it also, I credit that to kicking to like, making me be like holy like the no plan b kind of yeah it was that bad it's like okay i'm never going back this has to work or i'm, I'm like this there's no choice but this has to work mm -hmm. so i kind of credit that um but yeah i mean i didn't it's i want that to be a, i want that to be more of a motivational thing that like you don't it doesn't matter what you study in college you can you can still get a master's degree by by going fucking library or going on YouTube. Like you can get mm -hmm. a match. For sure. So to someone like for you, it's not, it's not like there's anything wrong with selling insurance, but it was your wake up for someone listening to this. Who's saying, man, I feel I'm feeling antsy and I'm sitting in this chair. 
wondering what I'm supposed to be doing. Was it just like the wake up call for you that got you to completely drop it? Or was there other motivations that brought you there? I think it was, I think that, I think that experience is what was the final straw. But I mean, I think that it also comes down to like the way you're raised and like your family. Like I have my mom's side is like, they're all entrepreneurs they're all, you know, businessmen. They're, they're immigrants from, from Iran. They run antique stores. They sell, they sell carpets, you know, they're entrepreneurial. So I was exposed to that young. So I think that I had more of a tolerance for risk. Um, cause I saw it as a kid, but, but yeah, I think that, you know, that combined with, you know, an experience that kind of was depressing and that kind of like took the fire, the fire out, out under me that combined kind of set me, it's like, okay, let, let me go for this. Do you feel like you, uh, are still burning from that same fire you ignited then, or is there something recently that's kind of re-sparked your fire? Yeah, I think that will forever. That's like the pilot light, you know, yeah. it'll always nice. be there, but I think that, um, it's more, it's also the, you have to have some kind of level of paranoia to keep it going you know i i wake up every day like it could be taken i like my attitude is that like this can all be taken away at any moment you know because i don't come from like that kind of life like i know the other side of the coin like going to like you know i i, I know how it is and i don't i know that this is this is my livelihood so i don't i'm not like comfortable i'm never comfortable I'm, like i don't mm -hmm. i don't sit back and be like oh, i made it i, I just don't and I don't think any of us do. I think we're always we're paranoid that it could be taken away and that someone is working, you know, to, to steal our spot. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I was excited to ask you was what are you scared of? Do you think that's it? Or is there something else that is a fear that you have right now in life? Yeah. I mean, that's, I'm just scared of the fact that it's, you know, it's so competitive out there. The barrier to entry is, is so low for business, you know, to at least get something started and create, you know, put a Facebook ad up and, you know, like you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to have that much money. And it's already like just clogging up the real estate, but it also makes it, it's, it's also an opportunity because, because it's so competitive, you have to be more creative with your marketing. You have to like really step it up a notch on everything you do and, and take it to another level. And it's going to push people to another level because of how competitive it is. So it's just the nature of the beast. I think that if you have a good product, you have a good mission, you have a good, you have good marketing, that there's still a place for you. And I think that what I'm excited about is, is Amazon as well, because I think a lot of people see Amazon as a, as a negative that it's kind of taking away from their brand. I see it as a positive. I think that, that it can actually elevate your brand and it can give you opportunities to create that million dollar revenue stream on Amazon with you know either with your core products or with a variation of products that are under your brand umbrella but maybe slightly different at a different price point for an amazon customer if that makes sense mm -hmm. for sure what's uh what's the legacy going to be like long after brandon's gone what do you hope people say about you as a human being i hope they just say that i was a i was a, i was someone that was a genuinely good person and I inspired them to, to do something in their life to uh, either either look at my my good traits and and uh, and and try to try to take something away and and 
and uh, utilize those or my bad traits and also utilize those to not to be like me in a way, but I try just to just try to be a good person and, and not, you know, not and treat everybody the same, you know, treat everybody that they, as they treat you. Not, not everyone, not, I don't think everyone deserves to be treated per, the same because I think that you need to, in this day and age, you need to treat people as how they treat you and, and the level of respect that they show you is that is what they deserve in return, no matter who they are. Mm. Word. If you, uh, if you had 30 seconds in front of the whole world and everyone understood the English language, what would you use that 30 seconds to say? Buy a towel. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. No, no. I would, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I guess I'm not that important. I don't think that I, it's not like, a, it's not like what I have to say is that, you know, is that groundbreaking? I would just, I would try to just, uh, either say something that makes people feel good, you know, laugh, giggle, uh, say, tell a joke, recite something that I think could inspire people or, um, or just, you know, pitch them, uh, try to, try to gather a sales army for SoundCloud. That's it. <laughs> awesome, man. Uh, well, I appreciate you making a couple minutes here. Uh, guys, this is Brandon from SoundCloud. He rocks a wicked tank top and he's just a wicked, awesome human. Thanks a lot for building a business that makes the world a better place, man. And, uh, through everything that SoundCloud puts out, you know, we are invited to focus more on the environment, to focus on marine life, to focus on sustainability. And you did that. And so I hope that you take a moment to celebrate, pat yourself on the back. And again, never stay comfortable. Keep lighting that fire every morning. Uh, loving what you guys are doing and just appreciate you making time today. Happy to be here. Thanks again for having me, man. Awesome. Take care, brother. You too. See ya.